0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else Who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend just pretend to love me? The way that God loves me Oh The way that God loves me Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else Who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend just pretend to love me the way that God loves me.
1: God
0: loves me mm-hmm. the way that God love me
1: But I bathed me. in the mall
0: submerge myself in the
1: decay me. of the world oh. making bad decisions over and over again Drenching my pillow with tears again Thinking the void could be filled by a man. A man who blackened my eyes, demolished my pride. As he daily belittled my self-esteem. With each raise of his hands, I had to muffle a scream. But I don't have to stay here. Trapped in my pain here. My redeemer conquered. There's hell and the grave, Yahweh lives, so my soul
0: can be saved. Mmm, the way that God loves me, yeah, the way that God loves me, mm, the way that God loves me, mm. Why do I keep doing this to myself, giving my heart to someone else, who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend,
1: just pretend
0: to love me?
1: I can rise, rise from the dark clouds that will weigh me down, shake off the chains me. that were keeping me bound, I can use my broken pieces to encourage someone else, speak life to a situation, release my brother, my sister from a state of depression, cause you don't have to stay here, trapped in your pain here, Jehovah lives.
0: You too can be saying Why do same, I keep do doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else Who can't seem to comprehend And just pretend, just pretend to love me The way that God loves me They got
1: lovely
2: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening To each and every one of you Wherever you are listening in this world Welcome to our first session of the Sunday Morning Inspiration. I am your host, C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the Mediator and Shiro, right here at our Ground Zero. As I said, this is the first show of 2017 for the Sunday Morning Inspiration. Um, I was going to make a change and put this particular program back into retirement, but as I said last night, when we began, when we brought back the Healing Through Hurt I Talk Radio show, which is the mother show of all of our programs, I um, my guests last night were the ladies of the Single Vines, creators of Noble Singles Outreach, and they were bringing uh some wonderful information about what it means to be a Christian single in this day and age. So that's another element that we're bringing into this, even though the information that they shared really pertains to all of us who are single. We learned so much last night, and we discussed so many things, and they will become a regular part of our rotation uh, in our programming. Uh, Down the road during this year. So you'll be hearing more from uh, Sister Bernitha McGrew and uh, Miriam Alvarez, and of course, Royale Cook when she comes on board as well. Um, But today is all about this is day eight of the brand new year. Where are you now? the things that we touched on last night was the fact that so many people have experienced so much disappointment, setback, heartache, and pain. And to tell you the truth, I was not, um, I didn't escape that in the first uh, eight days of this new year. Matter of fact, My heart was broken in a million pieces on January the 2nd, and I'm going to really get into that because I prayed about this, and I was going to speak on it last night, but God told me to wait till the day because this has to be one of those personal one-on-one type of uh, conversations, but before we get started, I want to give a shout-out to all of the women who have served and are serving in our armed forces and our fellow brothers as well who listen to us over on the Armed Forces Radio Network. Thank you so much for welcoming us into your listening family. We are so proud to be a part of this wonderful, wonderful uh, organization. And we want you to know that we are keeping each and every one of you in prayer We respect, honor, and appreciate everything that you are doing, and know that if you need that listening ear, some resources, we are simply one phone call, text, or email away. For those of you who may be new, welcome. We always begin our program with our stress relief and release exercise, and that consists of you finding A quiet place to be seated or lying back if you're still in bed, that's even better. I need your eyes to be closed, so therefore we don't want anyone to be standing. Don't want anyone to fall, get hurt. So while you're doing that, let me give you a little bit more information about things that are going on and what we have planned for you in the new year. Uh, For those of you who are in the military, I found a great resource, and instead of me picking and choosing for you, uh, I want to introduce you to the site called BattleBuddy.info. It's Battle-Buddy.info. They have a wealth of information there. That can help you with so many issues that you may be going through in these trying times. Today is all about people who have already come into the new year. Some of the demons from last year have followed us into this year. And many of us, we're hurting already. We're at that destitute place already, even though we had such high hopes. You know, my last uh, segment that ended last year was attitude and altitudes. It's all about preparing for that change in the new us. But some of us, that change, that change comes in the form of us having to prepare to deal with the demons from our past so that they do not follow us throughout the remainder of this brand new year. So again, I want you to get into a comfortable position. We're only here for another 50 minutes or so. So therefore, this is our time to let everything go. I'm going to be sharing deeply today because I was deeply hurt. And for those of you who are my loyal listeners and followers, you know my story. You know the struggles that I have with a dysfunctional family, and they really crossed the line yet again. And I'm going to be sharing that straight from uh, the message that I received from a family member. But I need you to understand, and I'm sharing this because I need you to know that we can rise above all of that. We can rise above all of the hurt, all of the disappointments, all of the pains. We can rise above all of it. We have to want to rise above. We have to want to be better. We have to want to feel better. We have to. So, okay, we're going to get started. Hope you're in a lying or seated position. Time for our breathing exercises. As I said, we're only here for another 49 minutes and 17 seconds. So let's get this going. Eyes closed, lying back, seated position. Let's inhale. Now exhale. One more time. Inhale. Now exhale. Inhale, now exhale. Now I want you to continue your breathing throughout our program today. Just lie back and allow my voice to guide you along this journey. Day 8 of the new year and many of us have experienced pitfalls, setbacks and disappointments. So where are you now and where are you going? Do not allow a bad start to dictate the next 357 days and beyond. You are worth more than you realize at the moment. Shine brightly like the diamonds you are. Even I have to. Come back to this show when it's done and listen to it again. Because as much as I am an inspiration for others, and my family member happened to have mentioned that, and you all know that in the last couple of years, I went through a domestic violence, marital rape, um, all types of abuse in my marriage. I got out of that. But it also opened my eyes to the fact that why I Try to tolerate things and stick with things and fix things and all of that. And it turns out that for all of these years I had been suppressing my childhood, living the life of a child that was a product of one of God's ten greatest sins. If my family would listen to some program sometime or purchase one of my books or something, maybe they would know more about the story instead of buying into the manipulations and lies over and over and over again and then feeling a need to become the fixits, the the judge, the jury, and the executioners that want to attack me without knowing anything. The truth is somewhere in between all sides of the story, not one side. So for those of you who have that type of hurt, whether it's church hurt where people are against you who only know what they're being told and they feel a need to attack you, whether it's through your family, whether it's on your job, wherever it is, let me tell you something. In order for me to connect to you Today I'm going to share this because I'm usually silent about the family drama. But when someone really crosses the line and then says, I'm not judging you, you be the judge. Because I'm going to read to you exactly the way that the text came to me. I need to get this out of my system. I need to get my heart back on track. I need to feel better. I had to take time off from work. Because this really broke me. I'm tired of the games. You see, I knew that something was up because last week, and I told, I had shared this with some people. I said, well, you know, I have all of my schoolwork is done. It's ready for me to put it together, and I have all of my research done, and all I have to do is put it together and submit it this week. Something must be up. And then my mom kept writing to me. Uh, she kept texting to me, and she was really chatty catty at this time. Whenever she does that, I know that something's up. And it just so happens that one of her groupies. Their daughter had a birthday party, and she said, are you going? And I have no intentions of going in that element where they are ever. I just don't because of what they did to me, and this story is in the new book that's coming out, but what they did to me when I was in the hospital down and out, when they decided to come and make a circle around my bed and tell me, How, you know, I'm not a good child and how they worship my mother. in the same scenario telling me she's the salt of the earth and she's an angel walking on earth and she can just have wings and fly in the air because she's so perfect. And most people don't understand how abusers do. They are the salt of the earth in public. But the life that I live was something very different. And even when the family members didn't do what she thought they were doing, she would come home and curse me out instead of talking to them. She would come home and take out her frustrations on me. She would tell me things that the family doesn't like me. And when I got older, she would not tell me about family functions until after the fact. And I'm sure that she's out there telling you well, she, I don't know if she's coming or not, but she keeps forgetting to tell people that she didn't tell me about it. Even last year when I said that I had made the decision to make it my final encounter with them, I had no idea that there was a set section for all of the family members to sit together. Dear old mom forgot to tell me that little tidbit. So when I had gone into my aunt's retirement, I saw a lady sitting by herself. I sat down and I uh, other ladies had come and joined and they all worked at um, the agency that my aunt had retired from and so did I years ago. So we had a good time laughing and joking. And you know, just as in my mother came by, and she smacked me in the back of my neck with full knowledge knowing that that's my injury for those of you that have been following me that long. And to touch me in certain places, it gives me an awful pain, but she didn't care. So she smacks me in the back of my neck to say hello. When I walked in initially, I had asked another family member, I said, are they assigned seating? And she said, no, you can sit wherever you want. So I'm assuming, I'm going to just assume that they didn't tell her that all the family should have been sitting up front at a special section, because my mother certainly didn't tell me. So again, the vicious cycle continues and continues. And I had such high hopes Because God said, okay, you can communicate with her, I just don't talk to her verbally. We talk through emails, texts. Those are the only two ways because I need to have a rolling record of what's being said between us because my mother will go to the family and say that I've hurt her feelings, I've been nasty to her, I've said something out of the way, and here they come out of the woodworks telling me how bad I am and what I need to do to become a better person. So follow me with this for a moment. So let me get over here and tell you, this is how the email started. It said, Happy New Year. This is your little sister. She's not my little sister. We grew up in the same household four times. She's actually another family member. We'll just say that. She's not my little sister. But So that right there told me, okay, here we go. Um, there's something that's been on my mind I have to say to you. Because you minister to people daily, but you don't talk to your mom. You don't know how long you or she has on this earth. Life is too short. Forgive your mom and move on. She is one of the most awesome women I know. I didn't say that she was perfect, but neither are you. Neither am I. Can your son say you were the best mom? Now, this is someone who her sons have just announced on social media she was the absolute best mom. But this is how people do. You're following me with this. I'm sure you are. Make up with her while you have the chance. I had to say this to you because I love you so much, and it is not to hurt you. Please remember, the words say, if you don't forgive, you won't, he won't forgive you. You only get one true mom in life. Please don't disregard it. It is from my heart. I love you, and then she said my first and last name, and I love my she loves my mom, while you have the chance, it's a new year, love you, blah, blah, blah. I wrote back and said, so tell me, how do you know that I don't communicate with dear old mom? You have crossed the line. Do not judge me. Only God can do that. And what if the information you think you know is a lie? Think on that for a moment. I grow tired of you so-called family members trying to fix me when maybe I'm not the one broke. I made the choice to remove myself from this family because you all will never consider the fact that you may have been played. For the 53 years I have known you. But, and I said, you know, family member, be blessed and live your life. God is guiding me on mine and he is giving me peace. And I wrote back, James 4.12, there's only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? And they wrote back, I'm not judging you, nor am I trying to fix you. Now, you be the judge of that based on what I just read. I'm not a so-called family member. I grew up with you almost like your sister. I love you and I care. What happens to you? I apologize for offending you. May God keep you and may his mercy overtake you. I'll always be here if you need me. Once again, trying to fix me. I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't ask for your help. I don't need you to be in this situation. If you're not coming with an open heart and mind, stay out of it. I wrote back and said, I'm not the one who you need to be concerned about. I have seen the other side, and I know where my soul is going. This is not the first time you have judged me. You did it many years ago, telling me what I needed to do. And once again, you have fallen for the deception. Again, just so you know. I know my mother's. I I told her, I went into a situation, my mother's cable was out. It had been cut by the folks several doors down and blah, blah, blah. I said, you know how I know? Because we communicate. Family does not listen to one side of a story and pass judgment. And I said, so you have no idea the hell I had to endure being a child of an adulterous affair. I paid one hell of a price and stayed silent for 53 years. Now you know the rest of this story because he went back to his wife. The games continue, but I will be silent no more. Enough is enough. All of my hopes for 2017 have been shattered where this family is concerned. So I remove myself so you all can continue to worship and love the person you think is the salt of the earth. I grow tired 53 years of the same vicious cycle. Some family members are not even here who invited me to family functions and pulled me aside to tell me what I needed to do. No one has ever asked me what happened. The one family member said that he wanted to know after the incident back in September, when my aunt during my aunt's retirement, he said, "I retract that. You want to talk to me? You come to me. Nobody has ever been in my corner. No one has ever sat down. What they have done to me is told me, forget about it. You're still living." Just move on. Brush yourself off. If life was that easy, we wouldn't have mental institutions. We wouldn't have people losing their minds doing bad things to other people. We wouldn't have so many people who are broken in this world. So you see, for all of you out there hurting, I feel your pain. I know what it is like. Everything keeps coming to you when everything is attacking you and everyone is coming your way and no one is in your corner to protect you. No one was there. My family has done nothing but forsaken, tried to fix me, judged me, or turned the other way. Because they didn't want to get involved. No one has ever been there for me. I have walked this life alone for 53 years with no one in my corner. But my God, and in the recent years, when I say walked it alone, I mean on this heavenly earth, putting my feet to the pavement I've been alone in that respect. But spiritually, nothing kept me going but that voice from the darkness that kept me in his light. I need you to understand this. Nothing has kept me going. I needed to do this show today for several reasons. I have been praying on this since January the 2nd, six days ago, because I need you all to understand. I know the hell that you are going through in your lives because I am living it too. To live an entire lifetime riddled with secrets and lies and people who do not give one rats behind about you. I know what it feels like because I'm living it. What have I always said about our programs? I will never tell you what you do want to hear. I will tell you what you need to hear and I will never speak on things I know nothing about. So I'm right here with you. I am your shero right here at our ground zero. I need you to pick yourselves up. I need you to brush yourselves off. I'm not saying not deal with it, but what did we say last year? Sometimes in order for you to achieve your change, you have to change, and sometimes that means that you have to let go of everything and everyone that you have known your entire life. The people who were in my corner doing this deal, the people who I reached out to when I got that text message were people who are my true family and to my knowledge, none of them is connected to me by DNA. Sometimes we have to go outside, sometimes we have to go outside of everything that we've known. We're coming into uncertain times. We're coming into more problems that are going to be coming our way. We cannot afford to add any more baggage full of stress, disappointment, heartache, and pain to our backs. We have enough on it already. For those of you who may be new, there are moments when I get silent because that's your time to digest and apply what has been spoken to that point. And I always say this, if you know someone else who can benefit from hearing this program, share and share away. Now, I'm going to respect my family member by not calling them by name, but by right, I should because they felt the need to cross a line that people should never cross. And this person works in healthcare. I said, what do you do when someone comes in who's been abused? Do you tell them, oh, brush yourself off, you know, just forgive them, you know, just forget about it and move on with your life. This person is beaten and bloody. Like I said, I'm not getting into all of the details, but trust me, it gets a lot worse. Family, like I said, had listened to shows from years ago, they would know. My mother allowed my brother to beat me until a neighbor, he decided to show off outside one day. A neighbor jumped across. We had row homes and we had like little railings that separated our properties or whatever. He jumped across and threw him up against the wall. That was when he stopped laying his hands on me. When another family member questioned my mother about it, she said, that's what siblings do. If you allow your man child to beat on a woman when he's young, Guess what? He's gonna grow up to do it to someone else. And even during those trying times, dear old mom blamed it on the woman that he was with, his own his uh former wife. It was her fault. Everything is her fault. Dear old brother could do no wrong. I'm assuming that he's my dad. When he moved on and he kept he stayed with the woman, the other woman in his life and he married her, dear old mom caught an attitude. So right after My dad, my so-called dad and his wife had their first child. Daryl's mom decided to get even. So they had an affair. They, notice I didn't say she, I said they, because that's a 50-50. I don't care what he said about there was no dealing with her, she was not a person that he could deal with, blah, blah, blah. I'm not even talking about that. He should not have crossed that line, and she certainly should not have. When he got up from doing his due, He went back home to his wife, who he's still married to, to this very day, almost 55 years later, considering one of my family members did say that they would go with me to get a DNA test because I need to know if there's more to the lie that I still don't know. And by the way, I just got this information in 2014. I got all of the information that I have been searching for to find out why this was happening to me. As a child, yes, I knew that something was wrong, but as a child, what do you do? You don't know to find people and go to the courts and do all of this. Everything was hush-hush in this family. But I paid one hell of a price, and it seems like every year a new family member wants to get involved that doesn't really want to get involved because dear old mom is the salt of the earth The very person who tried everything to destroy me, to tear me down, and she did for many years. I had no self-esteem. I was nothing on this planet. I remember my life of solitude. I remember having one friend. I remember people picking on me. I remember her going up to the school, sitting there with the sixth grade hood rat teacher that I had making jokes about me and talking about me like I wasn't even there because of a paper that I had written. And the teacher always made fun of me because of my dark skin tone and the class would laugh and everyone would laugh. I remember people who were my so-called friends back then who had problems of their own, but as long as all of the attention was on me, they would sit and laugh with everyone else. I remember all of that, and I will be silent no more. So I want to thank my family member for crossing that line, because you have awakened a sleeping giant. All these years, if you listen to all of my shows, I'd give little bits and pieces. But this year, I know that I'm not alone, and there's so many of you out there who need to know this. Don't believe me, this week's inspiration, Galatians 6, 9. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So all these years, for 53 of them, my family has been sowing these seeds of judgment, And now it's time to reap. Continue to do good because there's so many people out here who need to hear what I have to say until God decides to come back and take my last breath. For the second time. He took it the first time. He showed me the other side and then he sent me back here because he told me that my job wasn't done. That is a discussion for another day. You see, that's why none of this Hurts me like it would have years ago before my illness and my untimely departure and return. And that isn't that old. Matter of fact, this is the week that I would have been in the hospital back in 2013. So I know what you're going through. I know that some of you have come into this year with the highest of hopes and you ended up hurt. And you are hurting. And you're sending me these messages. I know that some of you, you go to a job that you hate me too. I'm highly overworked. I'm stressed out. I'm underpaid. But yet I work with a lot of overpaid people who are underqualified. There's always an excuse. Another battle I have to deal with this year. I have to make a change, period. I know what it's like to be in a place that's not healthy. You don't like anything about what you're doing. I know what it's like, and guess what? I do have clinical depression, but I live past that. Because if I don't, my other choice is not pretty. So I understand all of that. I do this because I want you to survive and I want you to thrive. I want you to be the diamonds that you are and to shine so brightly that you blind all of the naysayers, the haters, the judgmental folks, those people who are foolish enough to believe the lies of one. If they can be blinded by the lies, they can be blinded by your brilliance. Your radiance. I'm right here with you in the day. You get an extra inspiration. Romans 8.18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be. Let me say that one again. I didn't even finish it. I just had to jump on it and start it again. Romans 8.18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. One more time, Romans 8.18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. And, you know, and I know that my mother knows what's going on. She, we still converse, and now her thing is, oh, thank you so much for responding to me. And I write back and say, I don't even know what you're talking about. We always talk. If you send me something, I'm going to respond to you and everybody else when I have. What are you saying? But she knows because when you put that out there, then she has to, in her mind, say those words. And somehow, in her psyche, that makes it all more real for her. These are the things that I know. She's not aware. Maybe she'll listen to the show. Maybe my family member will listen to the show, and I want to thank you for helping me to know what the next leg is. What God told me was two things. He would guide me, and he would let me know when to speak my truths. He would let me know when to let my mother know the message to him. He doesn't like the way she's lived her wretched life at all. In our time, Is pretty close to over. And whether you all believe in it or not, you go to church and have those people tell you, no, it doesn't work that way. Let me tell you something. The voice that I'm hearing is speaking loudly and clearly to me. This is my truth. This is my life. You see, we can forgive all we want to do. Forgiveness is to help us to heal and move on. Forgiveness is one-sided in that respect. It helps us to move on because if we don't forgive, then we will become as evil and nasty and bitter as the people who have harmed us. In order for us to move on, we must forgive. Let me make sure you understand that in order for us to move on, we have to forgive so that we can move on in a healthy way and move towards a healthy environment and align ourselves with people that can help to keep us healthy, to get us healthy again, to get us where we need to be. Yes, sometimes our lives are going to change and we will lose or have to walk away from everyone who we should love and everyone who, by definition, should love us. But when you have family who treats you like you're something else, you're some type of a criminal, an outsider, But you have those friends who will take you in and pray with you and pray for you and dry your eyes. I've said shows before where not everybody needs to be praying for you. And I'm to that point where I need to tell my mother, no, 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 don't pray for me. Because all these years, your prayers are for me to conform to what you want, for me to be your puppet under your foot. Because if you were praying for me to be successful, these family members wouldn't be coming out of the woodwork with one side of a story. Trying to pull me aside and fix me. I'm by far broken. Not where they're concerned. I'm in the process of picking the best of my shattered pieces. I'm creating myself as a new masterpiece where they are concerned. I'm creating myself as a new masterpiece where life is concerned. I'm moving forward for me. I need to be at a good place so that I can continue to be that beacon of light that my family members spoke about. For those of you who are still lost in your storm, I'm right here with you. And when I reach out my hand and you happen to grab it, you know that you are now aligned with someone who's been down these roads of disappointment and heartache in relationships, in family life, in work life, in home life. You're not alone. You know, this is one of these shows where I can listen to it a million times. On this day, on January the 8th of 2017, I speak my truth and I release it to the universe. You have to speak your truth and release it. Let it go. You cannot keep silent. You cannot keep it within your spirit and your soul because it will consume you from the inside out. And you are the victims in many cases. Could I have done some things differently? Perhaps. And when I say that, some people are like, yeah, you probably did, blah, blah, blah. I never disrespected my mother, even though some people would say, oh, she should have been disrespected. I refuse to compromise the person who God created me to be. She has called me whores. She has hit me. She's allowed my brother to beat me, punch me in the chest. There's more to the story. But you get what I'm saying. I've been there. Last night on the program on Healing Through Hurt, we talked about the fact that there's no shame. To the game of going to get professional help. When I was there with the professional help, and when my psychiatrist invited my mother to come in and talk, she said that she didn't need any help. There was nothing wrong with her. End of quote. We can pull up the medical records and see that it's in the notes for that. Because she'll say, I ain't
0: do that. She's picking on me.
2: She's good for that. in the family, I'm going to take care of this. I know everything. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to go and have a talk with her and tell her what she needs to do. I'm a grown woman. To my family members, how dare you? See, this family isn't big enough for us. So I removed myself from an unhealthy situation. They can worship her like the salt of the earth, as another family member put it. She's an angel on earth. So... Just so you all know, my family, if you're being abused and mistreated, don't come to this family. Mm -mm. Because if they like one person better than you, they're going to become that person's soldiers. They're going to wage a war against you like no tomorrow. That's my family. The majority of them. Because the most people that I'm closest to now, dear old mom made it a point to keep me very isolated. And she made it a point to tell me how many people hated everything about me. She was good for that. Even during my marriage, she made it a point to tell me how many family members hated my now ex-husband. They didn't even know him. I told her to name names. Her response was she didn't have to tell me nothing, quote, end of quote. She's good for speaking about what everybody thinks or knows. And I know what she says about me. And I get tired of people inviting me to family function where I'm thinking I'm there to have a good time, and you pull me aside and try to tell me about what I need to do based on a lie of another. And after all the hell that I had to endure and survive, how dare they do that to me? And some of you need to say that to yourself. How dare they do that to you? None of us is perfect. We've all made mistakes. I've stumbled and fell along the way. But my mother's manipulative talents are something to be. Maybe scientists can see this because she's really a master manipulator. When I would say no to my son when he was young, she would say yes. When I was at work, I had a job that had odd work hours and weekend hours and nothing that I did. Let him tell it, and I'll tell it for you all. I'm the worst bitch on the face of the planet, quote, end of quote, because he's called me a bitch too. When he was a young child, and dear old mom would be there and had a lot of influence over him. He had carved that he hated me in the side of his bedroom set. I was too weak at the time, didn't know what to do. I was still young, and I was still under her foot. And she told me long time ago that my son was her son. When he didn't do well, it's okay. When I said, no, I'd come home, dear old mom had bought him things. She said, well, I'm going to keep it in my house, but you don't tell me how to spend my money. I love my baby. He's my only child, but he's also grown now, just turned 33. So he's a man. And you see, one thing that I know is that when I close my eyes, I know, no, I wasn't the best. And some people say I did the best I could. Let me tell you something. I went above and beyond. I took on two jobs. That boy wanted for nothing. All the latest toys, I got a job every year at a toy store just so that I could have access to the hard-to-find toys he wanted for nothing. I put him in a homeowner community. He lived in the house that dear old mom had built. Did I have his friends running in and out? No. Did he have to get a job? Of course he did. He's a male in this world. And still we had drama and problems. And still it was mama who fought for him, not grandma, it was mama. But all of that got was forgotten. So on behalf of him, yes, my son hates me too. He calls me a bitch. My mother calls me a whore. When dear old mom, me, would tell my son no because he wasn't doing well in school and he was doing what he wanted to do. Dear old mom would come in when I was at work and buy him everything, take him out. Feeding him so much food. He says, you ain't got no food in the house. And you open up the refrigerator, and there's a ton of food, food that could be done instantly, food that he could have cooked because he learned how to cook at a very young age. But he wanted McDonald's, and she'd bring him McDonald's every day. I'm like, this cannot be healthy for my child. Stop it. I'm going to do what I want to do. And she'd whisper in his ear, your mother. And it became a part of who he was. I have beautiful grandchildren. Long as they don't take away my rights to talk to them when they're in Maryland, I can't see them. My daughter-in-law's parents get them, then they drop them off at my mother's house, and she prevents me from seeing them year after year after year. So if I want to spend time with them when they are in Maryland, I have to make plans probably to go down to where they live and visit them there, where there's no external forces working against me. And there's so many broken people who don't allow people to have accountability for their actions. I've been exiled. So I understand. He said, she said. Or better yet, she said, she said. Believe me, she did. (laughs) I'm going to fix this because I'm going to do this. What did you say she did, X, Y, Z? Let me go over here and I'm going to fix this because you're just the nicest person. Family members have no idea what she said about them behind their backs. One family member, the whole family, loves her so much about how stupid they are, how foolish they are. Anybody who had a husband, all of the men in the family were ratchet, all of them, good, bad, indifferent, whether it was the truth or not, every man was a piece of junk. Every family member was foolish and and illiterate and incompetent and scared of everything. And she always posed as the big bad wolf, but in the real world, she would put those soldiers forward and hang her head down and drop that mouth open and look like, yes, sir, yes, sir. That's the truth. Or better yet. That's me speaking my version of the truth opposed to her version of the truth. How about that? And somewhere in between is the truth. Unfortunately, a lot of things are very well documented. So, yeah, I learned at a very young age to cover my tracks and make sure that there's a paper trail in life. So today is all about... Making that change we talked about in 2016, sometimes it includes letting go of everything and everyone that you know. You know, as much as these are uncertain times we're going into, get yourself prepared because you will have the option. There's going to be options out here for you to make major moves as well, but see, society And the powers that be know that most people are too lazy to do what it takes to work towards their own own success. So I say this to you, Romans 8.18, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that is to be revealed to us. Galatians 6 9, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Your change is waiting for you, people. Some of you, the change has to start with you, and that change is going to be hard and it's going to hurt you. You may cry for a day or two, but that change is a necessary thing that has to happen for you to move forward and become healed and healthy again. I had to do this. I had to share my pain. I had to share my shift. I have to let you in. I have to let you feel my disappointments. I have to let you feel my heartache and pain. I have to share this with you because you need to know this is not a joke for me. I'm here for you and with you. You see, it's different when I sit up here, when people sit up here, do a lot of rambling and talking. But when you have actual records to back up what you're saying, it makes it more hurtful because it removes the doubt. It removes everything. So to tell me that I'm not communicating with someone, when I have our communications in black and white, there's a problem. To bring up my child and other things, when you know darn well that your children just praised you to the highest and then you claim, I'm not perfect either, stop it. When your family member brings you in and they attack you, you get up, you pack your things, and you go. And if they're in your turf, that's your turf. You stand your ground and put them out. And if you're in the middle, let me tell you something. If you're in the middle of a divorce or something, don't put your children in the middle of it. Don't make your children pay for the decisions that were made by one or both of you. Don't use your children as sick pawns in your game of heartache, hurt, and hatred. Don't do that to your children. Daddy went back to his life that he still has to this day, and she was left with a reminder of her indiscretion, her part that she played in the indiscretion. Galatians 6.9, and let us us not grow weary of doing good. For for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Romans 8.18, for I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. And let me go back over here. To this long diatribe text here. James four twelve. There's only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Your family member, your friends, your co workers, your neighbors. Who are we to judge? We need to take care of the people that we see in the mirror, and that is it. You need to take care of that person you see in the mirror at least once a day. That's who you need to be concerned with. So as always, you want to get involved. You want to join us. There's several ways to do that. Over on Facebook, we have a few groups. We have Focus, Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. That is our open, urban group where everything goes within reason and respect. You can talk about any topic there. Join us there. We also have Focus Females Global. That is our professional group. If you are ready for that change or if you would like one-on-one coaching and time, Uh, With myself or others, or you need professional help, we have people there for that. It's Focus Females Global. You can send us a message, or request to join, and one of the admins there will be sure to get back with you for approval as soon as we can. And make sure that when you come in, you tell us a little bit about your journey and where you are and what you need. And of course, myself or someone else will be sure to reach out to you. We have other programs, of course. We have Focus, Females Global Chat Cafe that will begin airing again at 7 p.m. on Tuesday evenings. We have the Saturday Morning Motivation Show that airs at 9 a.m. on Saturday mornings. And, of course, this is our Sunday Morning Inspiration Program that airs, of course, at 8 a.m. on uh, Sunday mornings. And Healing Through Heart iTalk Radio will be special programming that airs on Saturday evenings at 9 p.m. Over on Google Plus, we have my worldwide coaching group, Relationship Recovery there. We're over 1,200 members, strong and growing every single week. We already have new members since the beginning of the year. It's people from all over the world sharing their talents. We have coaches, counselors psychiatrists, psychologists, all types of people to share the positive in this world. We're like one big family, and we have longevity there. Most people come and they remain family members who are there looking for that change. You want to write to us? Post Office Box 272 in Randallstown, Maryland, 21133. Our phone number is 202-618-2556. Send us a text message or leave us a voicemail and someone will get back to you. But as always, our website is focusfemalesglobal.com minus cmariawall.com. We have contact forms there. You can send us an email. And also... You did not know, all of our programs, both real world and virtual, are sponsored by The Wall Foundation, Inc., that is an IRS approved, tax exempt 501c3 nonprofit. You want to learn about us, visit our website at thewallfoundationinc.org. With that said, I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I also pray you. No- Enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way from this very moment and beyond. Until next time, I'm your host, C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the Mediator. And she right here at your Ground Zero, reminding you to continue to pay it and pray it forward. We'll see you back here again soon. Until next time, be well, be blessed. Have a wonderful, wonderful remainder of your Sunday and a week. Just remember, you're not alone. We'll see you soon. Namaste.